0: What's going on guys? It's Cody. Just want to come on here really quick and let y'all know that my mic quality is a little junk just because my internet at my house was actually down so it's on my cell phone. So it sounds a little bit weird. But, this episode was fucking awesome. This episode was super, super fun to do. And if you guys liked it as well, if you can, if you could just go onto the podcast or Spotify or whatever you're listening on, give us a rating. It helps us a lot. It allows us to go up on the charts so we can get uh, more natural listeners so that way we don't have to push anything out there. So please, if you can, we'd love that and enjoy the episode.
1: Hey, welcome back to the Blue Collar Offroad Podcast, episode 49. We got Jonathan and Casey on today. Better known as Trail Trash, and I know they've got that green XJ I see all over the place. Uh, but there's two of you here, so what else are you building? Because obviously, I, you both have or want to have rigs, right? What's What's the deal there? That was my whoa. initial question when I first. Hold fucking... on, hold what? on.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa! First off, Cody, Luke, and Rich, are here too. Don't oh, worry. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah we forgot they're here. about us, you know. Yeah, um... but you're always
1: here. You can't get away from you guys. <laughs>
0: We're oh, like a really bad
2: them...
3: case of herpes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who are you well, guys? Tell us a little bit about yourself before we just dive again, on. it I was just
1: gonna dive right in the pre-conversation <laughs> here. I, I, this is just gonna be an easy one. So, uh,
4: I'm Jonathan. The Green XJ is mine. Um, that's the Jeep that we've been building. Uh, like we yep. kind of started the YouTube channel with. Um, it's been on the Instagram page since the startup. Um so everything pretty much that you see done to it now, um, you can go back through the archives and, and find it all the way back to, like, um I think I was on 32s or 33s when we started the Instagram. Uh, and then I'll let Casey tell you about his, his current <laughs> <evaluation>. <laughs> uh
2: We started this out as kind of a uh, not necessarily a joke, but Not really seeing anything that would go any further than what it has been. I bought a 98 Jeep XJ from a lady that run a mail route. And I had done some work to it. The motor blew up. She didn't want to put another motor in it, so I bought it from her to keep it from going to the scrapyard. And I got it, done a few odds and ends to it, put a set of one tons under it, and... uh,
4: and that was about the time we started doing this yeah together
3: you know what that that's jogging my memory is that not to jump too far ahead but i saw
2: the youtube video on that one yeah they <laughs> there's a lot of people that they they think that it's the same jeep but for the last uh, besides the last year two years prior to, to this year there was two different jeeps one was a 96 one was a 97 yep. they just a little bit difference, and
4: they were both green, um and we just kind of like leapfrogged each other to like, he was on thirty fives, I was on thirty threes, and I jumped to thirty sevens, and he jumped to forties, and I went to forties. So uh, I feel like a lot of times people thought they were the same Jeep. They didn't realize yeah. that there were two different Jeeps. They um, just
3: so happened to be almost identical, just yeah. opposite side drive and opposite body styles.
2: Yeah, and actually, it started with four four guys. Yeah, if you see real early into our Instagram, there's uh, there's another YXJ that was a right hand drive mail Jeep, and then there's another white one. It was what, a 90- 90, ninety, yeah, something like that, something like that. And, that me and was, Jonathan, oh sorry, was that? is that the one that's on the
3: uh, what is it? The methods and forty three sxs
4: No, that's a, that's a friend of ours. That's a, uh. Oh, yeah, yeah. uh you're talking about pork chop. Um, Instagram. Uh Instagram. it might be that thing looks it sweet though. It was in the uh, Choco Loco video that we did recently. Yeah, yeah. He he's uh, mm-hmm. just somebody that we met. He was an Instagram follower from like super early on, um, and we just have kind of become good friends with that guy. Uh, he came down to Wheel with us. He also lives in Tennessee. Um, but no, that was not the the white. 90, whatever it was oh, okay. that was with us,
0: yeah. So, I have to ask: when you guys are wheeling and you're in the the right-hand drive jeep, when you say passenger and driver, how fucked up does that get when you're trying to spot somebody?
2: <laughs> <laughs> you uh, all know the the bleeping jeep guys, Matt and Jeremy. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know of them. It's, Aren't they? Oh, sorry. Aren't they over in like Knoxville? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're real close. Uh, I don't know exactly where Matt is. He's not in Knoxville, but Jeremy is. And when we finally got up to go ride with these guys, uh, it really, really fucked him up every time <laughs> we our goal or we we always wanted to do Walden's ridge and it's you know, there's so many people it's like, oh, you know, that's a scary as fuck. There's you know, if you're not you know, somebody's not got any rides you could draw a side of it. And you know, getting up on top of it, you can really see that yeah, that shit can happen. Yeah, and so we put mine up there. First thing I do is break a brake line and come <laughs> well, off of the backwards. Yeah. And Jeremy's fucking panicking, <laughs> and he's like, "Stop, motherfucker, stop!" And I said, "I'm my foot's on the floorboard. I don't know what's going on." <laughs> so we finally piece it off with a set of ice grips and going up to the top. And he's he's saying, "Driver," and so I'm going, "Driver." And he's like, "No wait, fuck, <laughs> passenger," and. <laughs> what should have been really really easy to go across that was uh, was a, a a clusterfuck for sure it was it, it was pretty funny but there's some videos that we've got posted on instagram where he you w- he can hear him horn driver and he he drive, he's it. like no nah, fuck Don't wait! <laughs> <like." laughs>
0: yeah, uh, yeah that sounds like that would be a really really tough thing to get past like <laughs> that's a map. yeah
2: it's, uh, it, it it took a bit to really to get used to uh we can get into it later on on what happened but uh, it's being right hand drive has gotten me in trouble more times uh, to not being able to see especially if i don't have a good spotter or i'm just by myself and a lot of times it works good because i can see the side of a trail that nobody else can see so i can see some of the harder stuff it's you know it kind of works both ways it's just a little harder getting used to Huh. That's pretty I
3: feel like cool. That would be abysmal with a manual.
2: Oh, fuck. Uh, dude, <laughs> I, I wouldn't. Nah, hell no. <laughs> That'd be confusing. <laughs> but, I, I don't know. It'd be too much. No, I couldn't do it. So. It'd be fine. I'm going to
3: guess that you guys are on the uh, team automatic then.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: Yep. Attaboyz. boys. Attaboyz. <laughs> up,
1: boys. I, I got one I'll for you. Though.
0: Got an you I wanted it. a manual
4: when I started looking for a Cherokee and just couldn't find one. Um, but I also had no intentions of building a no. not a trail rig. I was just looking for like a beater vehicle. So yeah. I was like, "Yeah, I'll get a manual. That'll be cool." And then I couldn't find one. And after we started with it, I was like, "Yeah, those people are just insane." I got
0: <laughs> well. I'm, thank I got you.
4: I that third pedal in there when
1: I'm. <laughs> to fun, it. Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, thank you very <laughs> much on that.
1: No, uh, the gearing does all the work. You don't have any skills, Luke. Let's be honest.
2: No, <laughs> I
3: just point, shoot, and pop a
2: pedal. <laughs> you know, you know, used to that side, I was you know, wanted to stick shift, stick shift, and and you know getting into the, the little bit more uh, you know complicated side of of wheeling. I'd, I'd rather stick to automatic, but we do have some guys that r- you know run with us that that run the four speeds and five speeds and the granny lows and stuff. And you know, kudos to those guys because it says. Yeah, I mean, if you stick and you're doing the, you know, the hard lines of stuff and you, you're you not turning it over and you're making it work, I, I, it's, it's pretty impressive.
0: You're yeah, it's a totally different animal for sure. Absolutely. I like it
3: because when you want to go brute force, you can just pick your gear and decide that yeah. anger is the path.
1: Yeah, it's the blessing and the curse is being able to choose your wheel speed, right? When you change your gear ratios up with the doubler, Luke, at some point I'm sure you will do it, and it's gonna just totally screw with you. My 205 oh, yeah. eagle box is just—I—I uh, I had to relearn my gears because it was first gear was way too low for anything.
3: <laughs> yeah, true.
1: Uh, Very true.
3: I still got no clue what's going on with that. I'm gonna figure that out eventually, but right now I just want to fucking wheel
0: my shit box again.
1: Yeah, just put an atlas in it. But after we get it back to you.
0: Yeah. Or just get a Rubicon T-Case and call it a day.
1: Yeah, I'm that too.
3: honestly leaning more towards that option because last podcast talking with Crazy K's, that Ibex chassis is looking mighty inviting. It's like You're a so warm stupid. little hug. <laughs> no, <Nah, laughs> no.
0: Just stop it. That's SM4 not happening. a 465
3: in an Ibex with a truck block 4.8. Oh, yeah.
1: All
0: the oh, run limiter. God. He's never so- going to wheel again.
1: He's just going to build things. <laughs> He's just going to be in a perpetual <laughs> state of build. Literally. Oh, holy shit.
0: Literally.
1: Sorry. So, so you've been in, Once you've been every year and a
0: half, it goes back to Graham.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been in Tennessee. Uh, just moved down here well, three no months ago. Got- Not yet. <laughs> okay. Not yet. Um, everyone that's listened to the podcast has already heard it, so I'm going to give you the abridged version, but I got a job offer down here close to what i was making in the north and it's a hell of a lot cheaper to live down here and i'm a lot happier down here if you catch my drift
0: yeah uh um, hey, why, why are you happier i mean if if thc was legal I, f- I figured that was the equal factor you know you look happier but oh. huh <laughs> just kidding um,
3: because just, I live an hour from AOP and an hour and a half from Windrock. Um, I'm going hiking and carrying guns while I'm going hiking on Thursday. It's gonna be a quality why you, time.
0: Why do you need guns to go hiking, Luke? Um because you see something to shoot. Nah, what? Not, no. That's um... <laughs>
3: So the group of dudes that I shoot with, one of them knows a farmer who's got a huge section of land and he's like, yeah, you guys can go in the back 40, if you will, and set up some targets. And we're going to be shooting out to 300 yards and we're hiking from one side of the farm to the other and back and just having a good old time of it. Oh,
0: that'd
3: you be
4: know. cool. There's a, there's a gun range up there, close, super close probably to where you are called Dead Zero. Um, I've heard of that my the the uh place where i work they actually got us a corporate membership up there and they have uh like a thousand yard rifle range all that the like awesome shooting plays you could do and stuff like that yeah yeah you should definitely go check that out
3: but you can understand now why living in connecticut ain't exactly my drive yeah yeah <laughs> um
1: it's Just, pretty um, awesome it's an alien land Oh, it's sure.
3: totally an alien land and I'm loving it. It's amazing to be able to hop online and have a thousand rounds of AK fuel just show up at your doorstep next day. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I know it's not a shooting podcast, so we should probably get back to
0: wheeling. Yeah, we could go out and it three hours. <laughs> what made you guys decide to actually start uh, like a social media platform, or not a platform, but like a social media for trail trash i mean like let's i mean honestly it's a sick name like you know a bunch of xj guys trail trash like get that it's fitting it's awesome like what made you decide that that was the route you wanted to go instead of just going with the uh like personal face or instagrams
2: i would say it it kind of started out with we're we're from where chair sheet fest is and it's i don't know if y'all know what that is no <clears throat> uh, there's people that come from all over that come to this town, and they, it's a fundraiser for child abuse. And they have a huge Jeep thing here in the county that we live in. Uh, Jonathan, I think you was going to go to it with my brother, and he had a Comanche at the time. And I was just got done with my one-tons, and you showed up the shop, was waiting on my brother. I was actually... <clears throat>
4: um... Because I knew I worked with Casey's brother for a while um, and just kept in touch with him. And I got the Jeep and I was like, I want an eight and a quarter. And he was like, my brother's pulling an eight and a quarter out from under his Jeep to put one tons under. And I was like, I don't know what that means, but I need that eight and a quarter. Uh, <laughs> I, remember no, those days. <laughs> um, I actually went and we've known each other since way before that. But um, I went to buy that eight and a quarter from Casey. And he was like, yeah, so you're going to Jeep fest. I was like, yeah, uh, I'm going to put this axle in the, in the Jeep, um, with a locker and we're going to Jeep fest. And he was like, well, if you're not going with anybody, come ride with us. And I was like, okay, yeah, cool. Cause I'm not going with anybody else. (laughs) Um, so yeah, we did that whole, like will that weekend. And then I guess it was,
2: it was a couple of weekends after that this one was going to go to, uh, Lake Connesoga.
4: Yeah know yeah, we, we went to Beasley. Oh yeah, 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 that's right. Went to Beasley Knob, which is a just a <laughs> small
2: OHV um, little we'll start you know. here in the north. what uh, the Blairsville area. Yeah, here in Georgia. Oh yeah, we rode that weekend. Uh, then it was the Conestoga Trail. I mean, it kind of it kind of started snowballing from there. And like I said, there was two other guys that was doing this with us, and and this. The 35s and the 33s, you know, we we was constantly wanting to do something to our rigs at the time. And we didn't have a whole lot of money or a whole lot of knowledge about, you know, which route we wanted to go. So we just started throwing stuff at it. It wasn't long after after that we'd done one-tons under yours. That was some of our first videos on yeah. YouTube. Yeah. And then it started kind of going up from there. And the other two guys, he... One guy had a you know, a family of three kids and he couldn't put the money into it that he wanted to and and the other one was about the same way. He and which I mean we we've got kids and a wife and everything too, except uh, I mean, I don't know. They they like spending money on other things besides their Jeep and me and him just kinda got on the same track of, Hey, this is what I wanna do. If this is what you wanna do, then this is what we're gonna do. So you guys have
0: and, you guys have the discipline to stick to just jeeps, where those guys kind of like were a little bit more sporadic, and that's why you got y'all went to ways and whatnot.
2: It's they kind of dropped out one, and then uh, the other one not too far after. They they love to go in the woods and just like kind of like what we did too. They they want to go in the woods, bash every tree, cave every door, just shotgun. Beer after beer and, and the, you know, follow up out beside a creek, at you know, four o'clock in the morning. And, you know, that was, it was fun and stuff at the, at the time. And every now and again, I still kind of like to do that. But, you know, once, once the trail trash thing come about, we started doing a couple of YouTube videos here and there. And the Instagram really started to, to grow. <clears throat> that was, I guess that was about the time where we was a mutual understanding that. Uh this if, if it's doing this now and we just started this, what could it be? So we kind of discipline ourselves into, you know, we're gonna build these two jeeps and the other ones just kinda flaked out. Yep. Understandable.
0: That makes sense.
2: There is I kinda a,
0: oh sorry, go ahead.
2: There is a high
3: mortality rate in uh building rigs that are very good off road.
0: That's how yeah. I'm
3: gonna say that
0: i i noticed it especially like like growing up and yeah you have your friends that you wheel with and whatnot and like yeah they like it was kind of this weird dynamic of we were buddies doing like what we were doing before and then we slowly transitioned into something else and then like one fell off then the other fell off and then i met these idiots actually out on the trail joined their club and then kind of became friends with all those guys and I, t- I definitely get what you mean where, like, it takes a very specific person to want to be wheeling their Jeep to this extent. And you all kind of have the same mindset, too, once you get there. So it's really easy to be friends. So I get what you and mean. And it,
4: it, it was starting to get hard because we like, you know, we were doing all this stuff to our Jeeps, and they were getting bigger, and the tires were getting bigger, and we were both on tons, and then the other guys were on, like, 33s or... Factory yeah. axles. Yeah, and they just, it's like you know, it's hard for us to go out and ride together when there's know, such a the difference in
1: part. capability, yeah. right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. And at that point there was some, there was some people that was asking us like, Hey, y'all, y'all want to come riding with us? And you, we can't drag it. it, it kind of sounds like to say it, but you know, we can't drag two other guys with, you know, 31s and 33s with guys that's running 40s and 43s. And or we're, we're just hogging, you know, the, we're wasting their time in the woods because we're trying to drag these other couple of guys over, you know, rocks and yeah. stuff. And it, it's,
3: Yeah, no, so I just, get that. Like, it's one thing, I give Cody a shit ton of credit here, and he's going to fucking end up having a head that's so big it's going to fucking take up the whole goddamn camera here. But he fucking, he makes 35s and a 3-link get through a lot of shit. He can keep up fairly oh, yeah. well. <laughs> But there are just certain spots where, you know, like when I was up in New England, it was, you know, Colin, uh, Graham and myself. And we would end up just splitting off and going and doing the stupid shit. And Kish is still on short arms. So I give him a metric fuck ton of credit because he keeps up with Cody and he kind of keeps up with us. But there's just times where, you know, like, no offense, you got to. You're just—you don't want to end up in this position. It's just not gonna be good.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah There's quite been quite a few times where it's like, yeah, I'm I'm sure even if I had long arms, I'd be better off doing some of this shit. So <clears throat> I definitely like I definitely give Richie credit with the short arms. Like he definitely outperforms what his Jeep is should be capable of a ten times to- like ten folds. I do believe though that the limiting factor of our group so as he was just explaining we did have a significant bit of our guys that were like 35s were like the tallest tire and then we had our group of 37s one tons and all that we would keep up with them to a certain degree and and that would be pretty much if there's a good chance you're going to roll over that's where like our small tire guys who weren't caged would take a step back because I'd rather not die as much fun as it is doing dumb shit I don't feel like mm-hmm. dying you know so i because like, i'll run blacks and have a great time richie but then again i trailer my jeep so i don't really give a shit it can come back with an axle ratchet strap to the roof and we're dragging it on its side like i don't care but richie at the time didn't have a trailer would have to drive his jeep home and then go to work on monday so i think that was where we had our separations
1: yeah well yeah, that's was, a good distinction yeah. too is the Conveniently, for our group, everybody on one tons at this point also has a cage. So, I mean, you could probably have, you know, keep relatively stock axles and have a cage and, you know, do slightly dumber stuff. Obviously, the axles aren't going to hold up to the stupidity that a one ton would, but you know, you, you, you'll you be there, just not for as long, right? Yeah. They'll blow up, and then you'll be yeah. up.
3: On the other hand, Cody's gotten changing shafts down to like a 10-minute ordeal, <laughs> maybe a 20-minute ordeal if it takes the whole year out. <laughs>
0: If it's hand tools, it's about 30 minutes. Power tools, me and Marvell, we got you. Ten minutes. Bing, bang, boom, we're done. We're back on trail. (laughs) I
3: I know that it's your guys' episode, but it was hilarious because we were out wheeling and we're just fucking around this trail called Ma Bell and they're swapping someone else's axle shaft. And by the time that we got up the damn obstacle and we got the whole row up the obstacle, they'd already swapped the shaft from the secondary obstacle and gotten that jeep up in about 12 <laughs> minutes
0: <laughs> jesus good times for sure so have you guys have, well so actually i got two questions we'll start off with the one that i was originally gonna say so it seems like you guys traveled a decent little bit um in your area what, what's been your favorite trail or uh place to go wheel like is there any place that like this is worth a five hour drive because it's sick like is there any of those um uh, so from where we're at
4: so we live in north georgia mm-hmm. um which i think somebody described it as smelling like pig shit <laughs> <laughs>
0: probably
3: <laughs> you're not going to hear any argument from me on that. Cause I fucking spend some time in Georgia. That's where my favorite shooting range is. So I'm there once a week. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's a really good description for the absolute North end of it. I'm over by um, like the Chattanooga area. So I go down to Sumac and I, feel, okay. I think it's in Dayton County. I don't know if that sounds um, right to you guys.
2: Yeah, I've done some in Dayton,
4: um, but so from where we're at, we're like, you know, it's two hours to Choco, it's two hours to AOP, um, and about three, three and a half hours to Windrock. Oh um,
2: shit!
3: So when are we it, drinking beer? Because that means you're like an hour away.
2: Yeah, we're pretty close. We're not far from Chattanooga. Hey, I have a Katie coming up to your house and do this.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: um. So, I don't know. As far as like a favorite place to wheel. I mean, it's hard to it's hard to compete with Windrock because the place is so big. Yeah. Uh, but because it's so big, you do a ton of driving to get to, like, the good trails. And that's not to say that they're all, like, super far from the parking lot. But, like, you know, you can get to Trail 15 from the main parking lot, which is a super cool trail, in just a couple of minutes. But to get to, like, Walden's Ridge, I mean, Walden's Ridge was... What a 30, 45 minute drive? Yeah, most of it was <laughs> on the
2: payment.
0: Oh yeah. damn. See, we don't we don't really have that kind of like wheeling here to uh for our kind of wheeling, it's more like a skate park, you know?
1: You or unload every- and you party yeah. immediately. <laughs> I mean that's kind of how AOP
2: is. Yeah, we got the 5313 out here that's that's about like that. It's we've broke more stuff this place is what, 45 minutes from us. Yeah. We've broke more shit there than anywhere that we've been because it's <laughs> close to the house. Yeah. And if we really want to go over and test something out, it's, you know, it's put on the floor. I ah, fucking, you know, to so see if you can do that. Oh, yeah. you bitch. If you don't do shit like that, <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, I
4: just broke I broke the stuff. Yeah. cap Saturday over there. Okay.
2: But on the, I guess one of the answers to that, I was thinking about the other day is when you asked our favorite places, it, to me, it, it depends on who goes with you. Okay. Uh, if you know, if it's just me and him, we're always going to make a good time out of it. But yeah. if we have some other guys that are just kind of rowdy and they like getting stupid, then you know any kind of place could be a fun place. Uh, it could be one spot that we've done a thousand times, but you put somebody new on it that is fun to be around. Oh, you know, hey, it's
3: <laughs> <laughs> not trying to but throw probably- myself in there, but like I really want to go to probably- fucking AOP. And when
4: we're awesome, but probably like one of the coolest things that we've done was getting to do Walden's Ridge with, with Jeremy, that Um, was, that shit was cool. And we did that last. So they're, they do their, uh, the bleeping Jeep fan ride usually in October. Um, Mm -hmm. and we're actually getting ready to go up there next, next weekend. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
4: Oh Um, So the last year we (laughs) went, we got there on Friday early and, uh, Jeremy was just kind of like, let's do like a, just like an impromptu. We're going to go ride somewhere while we're waiting on people to show up. And so, you know, a small group of people got together and he was like, what do you guys think about Walden's Ridge? And we were like, yeah, absolutely. We want to go to Walden's Ridge.
2: We was like a bunch of fucking kids that just met our superhero. <laughs> uh,
4: I guess kinda uh, to circle back to your first question about why we even started doing this uh, or the, you know, the Instagram, the social media stuff. Um, we had a conversation about like, you know, how cool would it be to just like start a YouTube channel, start an Instagram and if nothing else, just to like, get out there and meet people like, like Matt and Jeremy and yeah. and Marvin from X rocks and rollovers and people like that. Um, and Jeremy is definitely one of those people. If you ever get a chance to will with that guy anywhere, go dude, because the drunker he gets, the fun He's he gets. Super, super nice guy. Um and so we did we got to do Wall direct with him, which was awesome. N- I will never forget that. Um and they didn't there was no videos, nobody filmed it or anything. We got some pictures from up there, but it was just, you know, we just went to go have fun. Um
1: Yeah. The coolest but, shit is so, never filmed. Like, yeah. Yeah. The uh, trip, uh, it's always how it goes. It was the I think
3: my best Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, you guys go ahead. It's your podcast.
4: <laughs> the first time that we met him, um, we, we were doing the one-ton swap on my Jeep, and we started after Jeep Fest. So Jeep Fest is usually like the last weekend in August. Yeah, or the first weekend of September. Or the first weekend of September. Yeah. Um, and so the <laughs> plan was I had bought these axles, and I had started collecting some parts, and the plan was to do the one-ton swap between the Jeep Fest and the fan ride for bleeping jeep so we had like say the first of september to like early october to get it done which seemed like plenty of time and it was not plenty of time (laughs) so we 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 did all this in casey's garage so if you watch any of the youtube videos um that all that whole project was done in his two-car garage at his house
2: with a camper in the way
4: yeah with a camper in one side (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and so we started like tagging bleeping jeep and we were tagging jeremy in these pictures and stuff that we were posting like yeah we're doing this one-ton swap we're getting ready to go to winrock first time to winrock ever we'd never been up there um and so we were like getting down to the wire we got my jeep done and pulled out of his garage for the first time since it went in there on a wednesday night um the next day i drove it to work that thursday so that was on thursday that thursday night um i brought it to my dad's shop and my brother helped me do an alignment on it we put the front drive shaft in it and there was a few other small things that i did and then the next day was friday we left after work friday night and drove it like three hours to wind rock oh my and I'm the gears
3: hard. weren't even broken in yet were
4: they they never get yeah, broken I in <laughs> i've never even put it in it had never even been in four wheel drive. We
2: so. brought the gears in it, and we welded the front and rear yeah, carriers, and
4: hundred <laughs> percent tested. So I love we pull it.
0: Up, you guys are wild people.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so we we get to Winrock. Uh, we we got a hotel the night before, and then we got to Winrock, um, and we pull up. So we had. I was in my Jeep. Casey was in his Jeep. We both drove up there, and we pull up. And Jeremy's standing in the parking lot with some other people. And we we walk over there, and and, uh, he looks at us, and he goes, he was like, trail trash? And we're like, that's us. And he was like, you are crazy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That fucking track bar on that Jeep ain't going to work. I was like, what are you talking about? He said, it's on the wrong fucking side. And I said, it's a right-hand drive. He's like, oh, okay, well. (laughs) We got our asses handed to us that weekend of, that was one of the first times where we really like got out with the one tons and you was on the 37s at the time. Yeah, and I was on the 37s and, and it was all like brand new tires, wheels. We was doing the just a whole setup, you know, dumb shit here and there. Like the, the county that we're from is mostly mud holes. And yep. yeah. that's, that's what we grew up doing is just mud bog and shit like that. So, uh, I want to say it was a time before that we went to AOP and that's when we decided like, this is what we want to do. We want to stay on the rocks. Fuck the mud. Fuck everything else. So Windrock was our first really run of, of you know, doing sort of rock crawling. And we got up there and just, we made fools of ourselves big time. And we really didn't like the way that we were treated, so to, so to say. So that's when we decided when we left there, it was like, you know what, fuck this. We're going to spend every dime we got mm-hmm. and do everything we can to, and, and and we're pretty much gonna, we're gonna make people recognize us of the people that kind of like you know shrugged us off or say oh, that's stupid. What are you doing in that piece of shit? And it was nothing to do with any of the guys from bleeding. No, Me. no, was no. Like was... some of the
4: other people there were just like, I mean, they they were like, oh, you're, you're in a shit box out here.
2: Oh, I, I know anybody's... exactly it's... what you're talking about. Um, yeah. So they they called us the Cherokee guys. Uh, and they didn't know we had CDs, and we we got on their channel. Nobody said anything, and so we just listened to the shit talking that they had to do. It was, you know, So we thought the, the Full Rock community was, you know, supposed to be, hey, we got everybody's back, but, man, these people were fucking assholes. So
3: I just want to interject, and you know how you're talking about the smaller groups, this, that, the other thing, and, like, it's sometimes a little bit more fun. One of the best days of wheeling I ever had. In fact, you know, I'll say the fucking best day I ever had. I was wheeling with Graham and uh, this guy, Jason, who had a YJ CJ bastard buggy on 43 SXs. We ended up splitting from the majority of the group because everyone kept breaking down. Jamie, and, not Jamie, Jason. Y- you're right.
1: Jason was in the XJ.
3: And so, you know... I've got a Cherokee on one tons. It's nothing fancy. It's on factory super duty rims. It kind of looks like a shitbox box. If you look at it, the cage has been bashed so hard that it's like not quite square to the body anymore. And you know, it, it it's not pretty to look at, but it gets the job done. So we're bombing through there and there's a group of JK people on this obstacle <laughs> called, uh, what was it? Crawler Ridge.
1: Yep. Crawler Ridge. No, no, that was, um, that was Crawler Ridge. Oh, it was. Crawl Daddy's the one I was. Yeah,
3: yeah I don't Crawl know Daddy's I missing, the one though. that uh, you made it up. My Jeep was already broken then, but these guys were sitting there and they're like, you know, barely trying this obstacle. I'm getting pissed watching them sit there and like, you're on forty fucking Mickey Stickies. Give her the fucking beans and go. <laughs> so I hopped in there on my shit box on 40 inch nittos with a manual transmission and gave it fucking hell
1: yeah you like, didn't make it <laughs> i didn't it make it it was a show <laughs> i
3: put on a fucking show and then they got or we got done and they're like man you really like the fucking party don't you and i'm like well yeah that's why i'm here and why i have a shit box and they're like that we weren't expecting that
2: <laughs> so that's that's how <laughs> uh, the great american crawl went for us with the rockstar garage guys Uh um, at the time when we was going up uh we only had one trailer and so we set out in the part or we set out my driveway and we argued back and forth on which jeep we was going to take both of us was going but we was only going to get to take one jeep and so we just finally just landed on mine so we took it and me and jonathan was talking the whole time about you know they're doing their video and stuff. It would be funny if uh, if we started hitting one of these obstacles and Jonathan just dove out of the which would be my passenger side, but the driver's side. Nobody really realizing that it was a right hand drive, <laughs> and then <kind> come of <laughs> up in front of the jeep and kind of start spotting it. And people's like, what in the <laughs> fuck? Is that? and, was- <laughs> and that's that's a lot of how we landed into a lot of the, these other guys. uh, uh You know. Getting on or them asking us, uh, "Hey, y'all want to do this with us?" Because it was, man, these guys are funny as hell. They're crazy as hell. They don't care to, you know, bash the sides of these things in. And it's an XJ. What's yeah. the
3: worst thing that yeah. happens to it, exactly. especially after it's caged?
2: <laughs> yeah. Now before cage, is difference. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Before caged, s- it can be pretty ugly.
3: I suppose that that would be a good segue into. Uh- what actually happened? Because <laughs> uh, I've been stalking the um, the Instagram, and there's a 96. There ain't no 98 anymore. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. The uh, was November 1st will be a year ago that that happened. Um,
3: Cheers to that. I'm mm-hmm. a year out of wheeling myself because of my shitbox.
2: <laughs> the... My, like, you know, our wife and kids and stuff that they, they, they go with, well, they did go with us a lot yeah. and, and that was before we was really wanting to, you know, just really go hardcore and, you know, move up to 43 stickies and, and this, that, and another, and we, we have, we've got a friend of ours here and he does a little bit of both. He does the buggy and he does the, the Jeep stuff. And he asked us one day, he said, Hey, y'all want to go do Aetna up, of, you know, in Chattanooga.
0: Oh, that's
2: and in Chattanooga. There. Yeah, in, oh, uh, Jesus, fuck! That's like forty-five minutes from here, at the farthest. Yeah, yeah, it's just should not mean nowhere. Uh, yeah, you're real close because you pass Etna on the way to AOP. Yeah. Okay. And so I was like, yeah, shit, yeah, because uh, they turned it over to a membership only, and you had to buy a key for the place, and just you just couldn't go up there so he said you know hey y'all want to go so we was just going to make a day out of it and not really go to do some hardcore wheeling stuff it's just there's some real pretty land up there and stuff. Yeah, we've and, never been so you know i said you know the wife, you know, y'all want to go let's you know go see the because that was about the time you know the leaves and everything are changing and stuff and it's you know mountains up there real pretty and she's like yeah sure we had already talked about the next move that we was going to do was cages for the jeeps and it wasn't supposed to be that kind of ride but we've we started up this one spot and it's crazy how everything happened uh we was coming up this one spot and and my wife's like well you really have got this thing dialed in she's she's always been terrified of it, but once we went to 40s and we changed the suspension differently, you know, it really got real stable. And yep. so we got it to the top. everybody kind of moved off from us, except the his name is Todd. He was he was behind me. And I went up this little pig trail. And if I was sitting on the left side of the vehicle like normal, I would have seen the ledge that went what about eight feet. Probably, yeah, six, seven feet. Just as soon as the tire went off the ledge, of my my wife said something, but at that point it was too late. Uh, it went from four tires to straight to its roof. My son was in the back. She was in the pasture seat. For some reason or another, she unbuckled. was probably a good thing. Well, I'd say it was a good thing. It was a good thing. She said that she was just trying to get back to the back to where our son was. But he was in a full harness. He was he was the most protected, per, you know, person in the vehicle. But her diving between the seats kind of saved her life because it smashed it so hard it pretty much pushed the passenger seat, the seat that she was sitting in, through the floorboard. I mean, this thing went.
4: Yeah, I pushed it to the the a pillar, and where the a pillar meets the roof was touching the top of the door like the door jam there or the door seal or at the bottom of the one.
3: fuck, man. You're making me fucking <laughs> fuck. feel super good about spending almost $1,000 on tube for my shit box.
2: Yeah. $1,000, $20,000. Well, they- <laughs> yep. I didn't really, I, I was pinned between the roof and my seat, and I really couldn't see what was going on. And I couldn't turn my head back to where she was. And I was, you know, I was calling her name and she wasn't answering me. So I really started to get panicked, but I could see my son hanging upside down and Todd got around to where I was and he was trying to get me, uh, unstuck. And I said, don't worry about me for the time being, I said, get them out. And well, then I finally saw her come through to get up to my son. You know, everything's upside down. I'm disoriented and they're trying to cut him out. And I remember the only time that I kind of got tickled about it it all is he was trying to cut the seatbelt because they couldn't get it undone. So she grabbed the razor from him. He was afraid that he was going to cut him. She cut the seatbelt and he just went straight to his head. But I don't know why I got got a tickle out of it. But once I got out of it, he flipped it over and really seeing the magnitude of what the damage was, was, you know, when it really started sitting in on me. Like, you know, within that seven seconds, everything happened, you know, my life could have changed drastically. You know, I, I don't know what I, I mean, I don't know what what would be the outcome of where I would be today if her or him would have got you know seriously injured in this. Yeah, that's kind of that's it's my fault.
4: And it was really just like the place wasn't isn't maintained at all or didn't seem to be, and so there was two trails that went up this bank, and the trail on the on the left was just beat to death. So you ended up with these huge walls. Yeah, it was just washouts. Where the rain had just washed it out, and then the trail on the right, which is where he came up, used to intersect that trail. So it was literally like a trail to about a seven-foot just
2: straight-down wall. And I didn't see if I was – now, if I was looking really hard, you know, i come up, the sun was in my eyes. If I would have made the hard, hard right to continue to follow the trail because it – uh, I, I guess people had been beating it out the other way, but it was just I went about two to three feet further than what I should have, and it was you know when the bank let out that that was it. I
4: just it was. I mean, it looked like you just picked it up and dropped it on this roof. Like the side of the jeep didn't touch anything; it just went from all four tires straight to its roof. Ugh, damn! Just like and you it dropped a
3: tuna can.
4: Yeah. Yeah. There was nothing it didn't fucking destroy. There was somebody there. I don't know who who these guys were that had a high lift jack, and they had to stick the high lift jack like in the floorboard in front of the seat and hook it like on the bottom of the top of the roof and jack it up to separate the roof. Yeah, so they ended up the in, high lift. Up yeah, the... It bent the high lift jack.
0: Holy
2: wow. shit! They got it to where we got it back over. They got the roof jacked out of it, uh, started it up. It wasn't hydrolocked. It ran. Uh, it. The Mishimoto radiator that was in it was looked like a fucking accordion, but it never cracked, it never busted. Uh, you might have just sold me on one of them for my shitbox,
3: because I've just been throwing in yeah, the I'm fucking, fucking cheap-ass ass ones.
2: I give it to a friend of mine, and he's trying to bend it out back now to put it in his, and I, I <laughs> think he's going to get it going. But it was, uh, we was what, maybe 45 minutes to an hour back in that place? Yeah a little bit further is the peanut butter hole. And there's some spots that, you know, people like to climb and, and I so, had to put my wife back in because she was absolutely fucking terrified. So we ended up actually going a little bit further to where they was. And I was, which sucks all the way around because that we, we had so many people up there and everybody was so excited. And here I have flipped this fucking thing over, damn near killed all of us. And I just, I kind of fucked the mood for the <laughs> whole day. You know, nobody wants to do nothing after that. Casey's shit's fucked up, they almost died <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I gotta make sure my girl doesn't hear this episode because she's already scared enough thinking that I'm gonna flip us and kill us and if I, if she hears this uh, she ain't ever gonna ride with me again <laughs> I mean I'll, I'll tell he's you what like,
3: if, it would look really dope for Instagram
0: <laughs> <laughs> No, my face would not look good on a, on a memorial. Okay, fuck you, Luke. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean
3: like that. I just meant the roof crashed in would look dope for Instagram, and you know she's uh, all about that.
2: <laughs> if, if anything would have been out of place, uh, the I, I do believe the outcome would have been. Uh, we just got every bit of it was just so much look. My my son usually sits behind me. When we pulled in the parking lot, when I went to buckle his harness and everything in, the seatbelt wouldn't work, so I slid him over to the other side, which was weird. She always keeps her seatbelt on. For some reason, right before that, uh, we took the tumble, she took her seatbelt off. And what made her jump in between the seats, I, I'll never know. It's If anything like that was a little bit out of place, then you know I, the situation, of course, would be completely different right now.
3: I'm yeah. just going to peg that up to the fate smiled at you guys.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Jeez. Well,
0: let me, let me go into the question I was going to ask earlier. Uh, make it a little lighter mood. Yeah, lighten the mood a little bit. A- Holy <laughs> shit, man. Uh, <laughs> dangerous sport. Shit happens. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're so, you guys said that you, you had two different Jeeps, different tires, this and that. Now, I like asking everybody, what their favorite tire is and what their worst tire is. So, and you both can have your own answer, but what would you say your worst and favorite
2: tires are
1: least favorite and favorite? You mean? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Know, same thing.
2: Well, I think what I can answer on this is we ain't tried a whole lot of tires, but we have adopted the, if it works for one, that's pretty much the route. We go for the other, Oh, uh, he. Out with the three link it worked well My sh- whatever that shit i had underneath the, the long armor under mine didn't work for the damn so i adopted his idea fucking worked perfect <laughs> you know and we've kind of been if it works good on mine then that's what we do to his it's you know there's a lot there's a lot difference in the two rigs yet there's still some like some key components that are kind of the same that mm-hmm instead of wasting a whole bunch of money trying to figure something else out that worked well on his, fuck it, let's do it on this one. Anyway, back to the tires, though. Yeah, yeah back to the tires.
4: Based purely off of what I've seen and not experienced on my own rig, really, because I've, I've had two sets of uh, Cooper SDT Pros, um, and I do really like that tire. Um I don't know that I would buy another set just because Cooper doesn't seem to show any support for the off-road community, where you got like BFG does, uh, Mickey Thompson does, Neto does, General. and Cooper's just like I don't know where they're at. You guys exist. They're not
3: out there. You guys exist. Yeah. We make tires. You buy my tires.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and fuck. The what is it? The duck commanders. <laughs> oh shit! <favorite. laughs>
1: I've got duck commanders on my shitty J twenty, and I was like, "What the fuck are these things? Like, I've never <laughs> heard of this tire company."
2: Well, <laughs> fucking hard ass things won't go nowhere, <laughs> but they're made by Cooper though. Bro. I gotta but just stop reason. right
3: here, real quick. You do realize who you bought that fucking thing off? If it yes, did not I'm, come I'm on lawyer. Duck I'm Commanders, lawyer. it would have been a goddamn fucking miracle. <laughs>
0: so that, I mean, Sorry,
3: I know the kids no that traction even on
0: pavement. it's a little
1: wet, and it just
0: one um, person at a time, please. Because yeah. <laughs> I have we, no idea what either you just said at all. <laughs> eh,
3: it's gonna be kind of a fucky podcast because we got six people on compared to the normal fucking four or five. But we're making it work. <laughs> also, shut up, laggy phone boy. Your phone's fucking Yeah, you're like okay, a quarter I'm of a, a second to a half second behind. So.
0: <laughs> yeah that is true well if comcast would get my fucking internet fixed, i'd be good but man, it sucks
3: also seriously fuck. thank you guys for coming on this has already been fucking a hoop so
0: um, <laughs> yeah, no, appreciate this y'all thank having us have, we're having a good time um so don't you di- no no back to my question because i didn't get an answer okay. yet so fuck I you luke <laughs>
4: my answer is probably my favorite tire just from what i've seen has got to be the the 43 sx stickies i mean that's just an impressive tire for east coast
2: mm-hmm. Mine would have to be the uh the trip stickies nah, you're, you're retarded no nah, i'm with I'm, him I'm, I'm with
0: him Trap nah. stickies man those are
4: I don't, like know, what do
2: you mean? I don't know Traps look good on
4: some buggies and shit but trips do not look good on cherokees I don't have a chair. I don't know. I don't know. Oh.
0: Curtis, man. Curtis is going to no. be Curtis. <laughs> well, his they, they also are...
3: ain't really a Cherokee anymore. It's damn closer to a buggy at this point because he's got ORIs, a four link, and it's punched out like, to 115 inches.
4: Like Matt's scorpion crawler, I think they look cool on that. But if you take like a full body Cherokee and you put traps on it, they just look ridiculous. Yeah, it's almost it's too oh, much. Not, I get it. Not as bad as the Patagonias. That's got to be my least favorite tire. And if any of you guys have those, I'm sorry nope. you wasted your money. Nope. Nope. Uh, oh, You want to hear my story
0: about that? That's
3: it. <laughs> I got a story yes, about hey,
0: that.
3: The uh, so when I first did my one tons, I was like, man, I need a set of 40s. Oh, shit. I can get these for 280 a tire. They've got fucking awesome reviews everywhere I'm looking. No one fucking no wheels to the East Coast. <laughs> and so the running joke became after like six runs, these things got to break in at some point, right? <laughs> <laughs> and like, I could hop on an obstacle and I would smoke the fucking piss out of them. I like, it got so bad that I blew an engine mount because of how hard I was beating on it that it just snapped the fucking engine mount out. My fan hit the radiator <laughs> It was fucking hilarious. And then I back out of this obstacle with a wounded shit Jeep. And Graham comes in on his trap radials and just one shots it. Like, he's not even fucking trying after I have smoked the fucking place out. My oil pressure is at like 3 PSI at idle. And I'm like, god damn it. <laughs> so I sold them. And I bought a set of Nitto 40s.
0: Those things still suck.
3: Nah, the Nettos fucking are chad. They're like no, bulletproof.
0: N- I've got no. trail graphs. Okay. Yeah,
4: I um, like them. I would like to. Have- I've heard. I've never seen them, but I've heard they do a competition.
3: Uh, trail like- yeah. So right, or so they do. Uh, what is it? It's K-Spec and then case back uh, sticky. So the K asses. I've got just plain K's. The Ks are pretty good. They've got a bulletproof sidewall. Like,
4: Yeah, um, that tire would be killer.
3: I managed to land the entire weight of my Jeep on the sidewall of one of them, like, falling with the nose of it just off to the side. Graham was there for this, and it blew the tire off the bead, and the rim is no longer straight, but the tire didn't take cool. any damage. <laughs> um... I also blew my three link out and blew out my rear leaf spring mounts to the point where they're cracked and I had to cut the bolts out and four link my rig.
0: Oh <laughs> yeah. Good times.
1: Good times.
0: <laughs> I'm special Ed
1: be a four at some point soon. Hopefully.
3: Yeah. You're starting get to get out. a little <laughs> close on time there, bud. We've got less I know, than a month. I know. And the I two words go I
4: together mean, quick. Are- what was that that's that's my answer on the tire best tire i think the 43 sx is worst tire patagon yes
0: yeah i i can i can get behind those see my personal worst is the uh bf goodrich uh all trains things suck dick everybody loves them and they're fucking horrible i don't know why people like them
2: <sighs> no nah, it's not uh if it's not red labels it's not worth fucking having
0: But I definitely I'm in the same boat with the whole Cooper situation. I love my general grabbers, but after thirty sevens, there's nothing. They don't they don't they don't offer stickies, they don't offer forties. And like I've asked them a million times, just like, hey, when are you guys planning on offering this to the general public? And they're like, We're not. We don't know. Like that that's how is that an answer? Like you guys created an amazing fucking tire. Do something with it. Stop sitting on your fucking asses, like do something cool. Come on. No bullshit, if
3: General were to offer a 40 sticky in the X3 pattern, I would give it a shot. I'm not going to say that it's going to be the greatest thing ever, because I've got a mixed opinion. Like, they're a great tire, but man, those sidewalls are paper.
0: Yes, yes, absolutely. But, but I'd it's give it also, a shot. It's also a 35 load C. So that's a that's a small sidewall to begin with. Like, that's, I mean, I, yeah, I could have went with, like, the Goodyear, um, fuck, I forget what they were called. But they're like a 12-ply sidewall, but they're a load E. Like, I can't put that on my Jeep and expect it to actually do anything beneficial. Like, what is that going to do for me? Chad and Nano gang. Yeah, or I could go back to my bias-ply Irox. Yeah, those were great because you could stab them with a knife, and then they would just laugh at you as it bounced off. But (laughs) I'd, I'd ride around at 3 PSI, and it literally wouldn't do shit. So, not too sharp. I don't know. But I've heard I've heard really really good things about the SCT pros. Um, so I'll definitely maybe can, do they offer them in the forty or no? Yeah, that's
4: yeah. What I have a 40, 14, 50, 17.
0: Is that the tallest tire that they offer for them?
2: I think so. I think that's. Yeah, I, I want to say that they got a forty-one in that. Okay, I went. Now they might not. I, don't. I landed on the forty-inch mainly because. I I seen how yours did and the Coopers was kinda like right in the middle with forties. Uh they weren't the most expensive yet they wasn't the the cheapest, so so that's so I I just went ahead and pulled the trigger on, because I needed a set of tires anyways. That's when we moved my X J over to coolovers up front and I was taking a sawzall to it and just gonna cut every fucking thing out of it so anyways. He went from those duck commander thirty five that were wore
4: out <laughs> stt pros and forties
0: holy yeah. shit' we'll go home <laughs> yep. so I just realized earlier I completely steamroll steamrolled over what Graham was asking you guys what so what what are each of the rigs like can you go through a little rundown for us like uh, what actually is done to them? meaning like what your one tons, what's the suspension stuff? Give us all that info.
4: You want to go first? Or you want me to go, you
0: go. All right. So mine, mine's the 96.
4: That's the Jeep that we're, that we wheel currently because it's working. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's got the 99 to 04 Super Duty axles under it. Um. Still leaf springs in the rear with shackle relocation brackets. Um. And we've stretched the rear axle back a total of about six inches. Oh, uh, shit. So I've got the... I've got barns um, uh, purchase, so you can do like a plus one with oh, the one perch. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You those are sick. Purchase, I so love can, those. Yeah. So I got like plus one there. And I, when I went from 37s to 40s, I wanted to move it back even more. And so we came up with this idea. I already had the shackle relocation brackets. And, you know, those have like multiple yep. mounting holes. Um, so, we built boxes for the front that literally just moved the front hole back five inches. Huh. So, the boxes were made to go in place where the leaf spring would go, bolt in, and then we welded them in, and then it just moved the hole back. Oh, so, it's uh, like a.
3: Similar to what Iron Man Off Road offers, right?
1: Yeah, they've got that relocation. Yeah,
4: we had, we had no well, idea at no the time. Are we would not think something yeah. like that.
1: <laughs> Yours is probably a cheaper, quicker way of doing it anyways versus
4: it's waiting just, that shit. It's just, you know, basically two boxes welded each other. One of them small enough to fit yeah. inside where the leaf spring would go, and the other one's big enough for the leaf spring to fit inside of
2: there, it. The, the measurements wasn't even like, as, as far as the holes, the measurements are right, but it's like the boxes aren't symmetrical. We picked the scrap up out of the corner of the lodge, yeah, and it we just... <laughs> throw well, I may steal dough. that
1: idea. I've been looking to stretch. Yeah, it Works great, because we
4: had done... We had done the uh, leaf spring flip on Casey's Jeep before that, and the axle wrap was really bad, Yeah, um, which we knew that was a possibility, but we did it anyway. And blowed the drive shaft out, what, twice? And broke, yeah, broke uh, straps.
2: Yeah, kill seven straps.
4: Yep. Off the rear. Um, so that's pretty much the rear
1: setup. Um, what about, uh? What it, you've got it stretched, so fuel cell factory tank raised How it's that still work? the factory tank it's still the factory tank
4: it's a metal tank because it's a 96 and oh, pretty that's much right. just let it it's
1: just self-clearanced um, so oh. the diff code <laughs> with <all> the work. <laughs> I wish I had a metal tank I just self-clearance it too fuck
3: I don't know what I'm uh, going to do Uh, Moto belt makes a really nice
1: fuel cell I don't like yours. I don't like it at all. I, have I won't asked, do a moto build. I have,
0: Ask Mark. His moto build's not all that phenomenal. So
1: his leaks
0: I mean, everywhere. It sloshes. It's it yeah.
3: sloshes, but like we we covered some of the problems already, and I took care of them on mine because I learned from him.
4: Well, I have I have a fuel sale. I have a moto fuel cell. that's going in it. Um, and the fronts just so. When I right after I got the Jeep, I put like a four and a half inch Rough Country lift on it, and it still has those same <laughs> Rough Country springs on it. Hey, and they bird. are just cl- yep. they are
1: done. Like no, they're, <laughs> so no, they're I- just they're worn in. They're soft. It's a good ride. <laughs> well, they're <laughs> starting, to, they're starting to, the leaf packs like starting to separate.
4: You can see daylight between the leaf springs. Oh. Um, <laughs>
3: So don't worry about that. Yeah. Once you get uh, hooked into Wheeling with us enough, you're going to end up making a pilgrimage to Roush Creek where you're going to just blow them apart because that's what oh, we see, do Colin, there.
1: Me and Colin <laughs> had the same leaves, and I don't know why he grabbed every rock. I didn't grab any rocks with my leaves.
3: Listen, you're ruining <laughs> my joke. <laughs> he knows.
1: <laughs> no, it uh, makes it funnier because he's just a bad driver. <laughs>
3: He's a bad driver in a bad rig that does amazing things.
0: <laughs> uh, speaking of things that didn't get on video, sadly, the uh, the end of the 50 and his Jeep would have been great video content. Hey, but hey
3: we'll talk about that in the after Yeah, let's,
1: <laughs> yeah, let's keep going with the rigs here. Okay.
3: <laughs> so I noticed something kind of weird about your rig, uh, John. John, right?
0: Jonathan, uh, yeah.
3: All right, Jonathan. Say How come you the- got... I ah, know, I'm sorry. Northerner in the <laughs> south. Lots of problems there. Um, so your intake tube, it doesn't look like it's in the standard, like, so- or uh, what would it be, driver's side mount? It looks like it comes out
4: of the center. What's going on there? It does come out of the center, and that's because it's feeding uh, an LS so, are we talking no like
3: or LM or are we talking actual LS here? Like, are we banging the step kid or are we like it's legit kind of, racing? It's kind of a bastard.
4: it's kind of a bastard. Um, it started as an LM seven block, so it was a 5.3 out of like an early Tahoe. Right, you 0, caught 10-30. my attention. Um, Thank you, Spencer. So I got this thing, you know, typical junkyard LS, you know somewhere between 150 and half a million miles.
3: Yeah, um, a little age range, you know, no big deal. Yeah,
4: so it was disassembled when I got it. I think all the way down to, like, the heads were off of it. All right, I like where so this I, story is going. I got a block, I got heads. I guess I got two sets of heads, um, and then just a box of parts.
2: Yeah, we scraped it off the side of uh, of this guy's garage, and it was just sitting outside.
4: Yeah, he'd been it was going to go in a truck and then he decided to go a different route. So he had it just sitting around. So I get it and I was like, I'm just going to go through this whole thing. All new bearings, put a cam in it. Um, So I did all that. It got main bearings, rod bearings, cam bearings. Um, I ported and polished the 862 heads myself. Um, The heads got machined twice. So they've had probably about... Fifteen to twenty thousands taken off of them, so that bumped the compression a little bit. Um, a stage two Brian Tooley Racing truck cam and an LS6 intake with the LS6 throttle body and injectors. Um, so
3: just for future reference, uh, if you ever need to get any of that kind of work done, Warren Buffett pays me twice as much to do that kind of work on Sundays. So
2: let me know. well that's what it used to be (laughs) then what maybe two or three runs well
4: i put it in so that engine got bolted up to uh turbo 400 that i had built uh, a guy in south called georgia performance transmissions built me a full manual valve body a reverse manual valve body turbo 400 with uh kind of a custom uh, BTE torque converter because I wanted it to be a little bit tighter just because one, the cam wasn't huge and I didn't want to deal with like excessive heat Um and those high stall converters create a ton of heat that you have to deal with. Yeah,
3: so I got to uh, ask, what kind of stall are we
4: looking at? I'm running, it's like a 22, 2400 stall.
3: Now... I'm not trying to sound like a know nothing, but that even seems a little excessive. Like I know a lot of guys that in the east were running uh, like eighteen hundred to like twelve hundred stalls.
4: But what with what kind of cam, though? That's where it really that's where you need the stall. Um This is
3: where the know nothing comes in. (laughs) This is where the know nothing comes in, and I might be wrong on this, but I wanna say it's Illuminati turbo cam. Um, yeah,
4: so with- when you start really the, to the cam specs, like the lift and the, the separation and the duration and all that stuff, um, the, the more aggressive you get, the further up the RPM range your torque curve moves. And yep. so the idea is to have the stall speed come in um, closer to where you're making power. Also, so if you put like...
3: Full discretion here. The stall on my torque converter is based off of the movement of my left foot. So I don't know anything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're so funny.
2: <laughs> it's pretty cool that once you get all your ducks in a row and they're it's exactly right, it is fucking mind blowing. Oh, yeah, I imagine. So I have,
4: there's a, um, a speed shop that's local to us that does just LS performance stuff. And I've known this guy for a long time and and he's where I got um the cam and the cam install stuff. The oil pump, the lifters, the push rods, all that stuff came from him, Valve Springs. Um and he said, I told him what I was doing, he was like, put this size stall converter in it. That's what you want. I was like, okay, cool. Cool. Talk to the trans guy. He was like, yeah, that sounds about right. So he reached out to BTE because they didn't offer anything that was I wanted a 10 inch converter. So I didn't have all that weight behind the engine um so he reached out to them and he was like look i just need the tightest 10 inch verter you can do and they were able to get it to like somewhere around 2200
3: 2400. although thinking um, about it i guess the difference between like say a 16 to a 22 ain't that much when you're talking about an LS yeah. with a lot of horse ponies
4: yeah it's not really much once you get up to like you know three thousand, thirty-two hundred, thirty-four hundred, 3200 3400 you just The amount of heat that you would create trying to trail ride would be a lot to try to deal with.
0: Yeah,
3: so I'm sure Um, you guys are going to talk me into some evil shit eventually.
4: But what'd you do for the wiring? Oh Jesus! (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I got a just a stock harness that I had um, a guy cut it down for me. Um, to do just like standalone so he just took the harness it took everything out of it that wasn't needed just for the engine to run basically so all the factory transmission stuff got cut out of it all the evap stuff got cut out of it so i got the harness back and he had just reloomed everything but all the wires that were there were just 100 stock
0: okay hmm.
4: so i got the harness from him and I had the engine assembled on a stand and I started just plugging the harness up just to kind of get a feel for how it was going to look, and where it was going to lay. And if you've ever looked at one of those like stock for- Vortec harnesses, the main bulk of the harness comes into like the valve cover on the driver's side. Yep. Um, and splits and then it goes around the back of the intake to the other side or kind of over the intake and then, you know, kind of to the front of the throttle body and stuff. And I plugged it all up and I was like, ooh, that's not going to work. I just... Didn't really like the way it looked. So with the engine still out, I took that harness and opened it back up and cut all the wires and extended it so that the bulk of the harness would be behind the engine. So I extended all the wires for the injectors. I extended the wires for the alternator, the throttle body, the idle air control valve, Um, all that stuff I extended actually long enough to run under the intake manifold just so it'd be a little cleaner. I got it so that I could pull the harness back and it'd be a good, like, you know, three, four inches away from the back of the engine. Hmm.
2: Um, and on full disclosure, when Jonathan goes to do something, it has to be the, I mean, it has to be right. It has to be the best that it can be or he's not going to fucking do it.
3: Oh God, he's going <laughs> to end up murdering me if we end up wheeling together because my yeah, fucking mur- look is never like,
0: absolutely.
3: My rig is the definition of function over form. It absolutely, (laughs) if it works, that is how it's going to be.
2: And, like, it doesn't matter what happens. And it comes to me and him, we're like oil and water on that sense. I am the most procrastinating, half-assed, yeah, fuck it, that'll work. And he's got to be fucking right. And, you know, there's a lot of times where we kind of butt heads on that thing but it it makes it interesting. I gotta be like that. I gotta be like that
3: damn shot pole between you guys right now. Fucking a little bit closer to fucking Casey, but not that damn much because like my rear suspension, I sat there and I spent like six and a half fucking hours sitting with a buddy of ours. Who's been on this podcast before getting my rear suspension numbers. fucking perfect then I managed to just cut the whole fucking ass end of my XJ out of the way to make it fit. And that was how it went in because
2: good enough. <laughs> no, <laughs> no I'm, I'm backwards on that. I'm like, I'll look at it, and go, i oh, fuck it. That's long enough. I want to pull a tight <laughs> on it. Just fuck it, put a wheel drive. <laughs>
0: that's amazing. That's i sometimes.
3: <laughs> uh, you guys are definitely our kind of people so you're probably going to be a fucking repeat guest at this rate
4: <laughs> yeah so, um, to, so I, once I got the harness where I liked the way it fit on the engine um, then I went to the jeep and unloomed the entire harness in the engine bay which if you've ever seen what that looks like Oh, fuck. it would give most people some severe anxiety. Uh, I just stood there. I
2: I so,
3: so not to get too far in there, but uh, I'm on four liter number four. That's been in my Jeep. I know exactly what you're talking about because I had to fucking splice some wires together to get engine number four to go into the harness uh, because it was out of a 99. Versus my um, 97, which is an early yeah. 97. So like a 96 or a 97 motor works in it, but that is it. That is the oh, yeah, only but, motors or you got to swap sensors or cut. Yeah. yeah we
2: converted, We converted mine and another Jeep from a cool pack motor to a distributor motor by taking the wiring harness apart and just fucking plug in shit. It's, it, it can be done. I don't care what anybody says. It's, oh, it, it's, it's, true, but it can't be done. <laughs> Jeez. But back on this <laughs> wiring harness, it's, yeah. It's, it's just been so nice. it, basically,
4: I just grafted without getting like too technical. I took the LS harness, married it, and everything that was there that I needed. And I took everything from the Jeep harness. Once I had it unloomed, and I would just like, I had connectors marked that I knew I needed to keep and everything else I cut out. So I cut everything out without having Cause the there isn't a separate engine harness from like the body harness. So the engine harness runs into this, to the cab also. Mm-hmm. Um, so I cut out everything I didn't want or didn't need. And then I took the LS harness and spliced in the stuff that I needed to splice in. Um, because <laughs> I decided I wanted all my factory gauges to work. So, um, I got that sorted out by basically, yeah, cutting into the LS harness to get the signals and stuff that I needed for the Jeep instrument cluster.
2: Wow. It is a sweet turnkey. It looks like, and like the pictures really don't do it justice. If you were actually looking over into this engine bay, it looks like it was built for this Jeep. It looks like a come factory. Wow. Fucking that's while. sweet.
1: Mm.
2: So back to the,
4: the engine, um, it went to get tuned as a 5.3, and um, I went to pick it up, and I was like, man, this thing's making kind of a strange noise. And I asked the guy who tuned in, and he was like, yeah, it kind of sounds like it's coming from like the flywheel converter area. So I got it up. I got it here, and I messed with it and messed with it. I was like, man, I couldn't figure it out. Like, I could not figure out where this noise was coming from. And finally, I narrowed it down to it wiped out number three rod bearing. Uh, just completely uh, (laughs) Uh, so yeah I mean I'd put like you know a couple of miles on it just driving it around but anytime you tip into it really hard or like raise the RPMs up you could hear it Um, so So I pulled it back out
3: I gotta interrupt here the biggest mistake that was made was opening up a stock LS either you gotta go everywhere or it's gotta stay bone stock otherwise I don't want none
4: (laughs) That's what a lot of people say. Don't touch it. Don't look at it. If you look at it and then you see the wear and then it will go bad. Mm. So, um, that's how I
3: am with four liters. It don't matter what the mileage is. It just goes in and then it blows up.
4: Yeah. I I opened it up. Um, so I pulled the five, three back out of it because once I figured that out on you, I needed, um, probably at least two rods. The crank was smoked. Um, didn't even like get to tr- didn't get to put a trail ride on it at all. Oh, it was a fucking bummer. So I pulled it out and started doing some research, trying to figure out what I wanted to do. Um, and what I landed on was I bought a LS one rotating assembly with pistons, rods, okay. and a crank.
3: We're getting rowdy. So the,
4: block, the block went to the machine shop and got punched out for the, the larger pistons, which I think is like 30 thousandths bigger than the five three was um so now it is essentially an iron block ls1 5.7 liter
2: huh thank you it's down
4: <laughs> so
0: There's- i gotta ask
3: when you punch it does the unibody twist up or does the cage kind of keep it together
4: the cage keeps it pretty pretty solid um but the suspension is definitely not gonna cut it like we were just talking about this last night and I said, you know, I'll probably like we'll do the Windrock trip. Um, but that'll probably be the last trip it it goes on before it gets I already have cool overs for the front and rear. Um I gotta get the stuff to do, the four link in the rear. But I just never dreamed how like it was fine. I was happy with the suspension when I had the four o
2: but the yeah. thing gets
4: so violent so fast it just the suspension is just not going to cut it.
2: Yeah, it's, it, it's it's kind of mind blowing, really. When when this thing's in full low and he punches it, it's like that's like I was saying earlier when all the ducks are in a row. This just as soon as the, the pedal hits the floorboard, it's you don't know which direction it's going. <laughs> and
3: it I've just, seen
2: the videos.
3: Uh, what was it? You guys posted one, and it was like a short clip, and it was like jonathan deciding that he's gonna get it and it was like that video at night and it's just it goes from like not making the obstacle to rev limiter tire smoke everywhere and then this thing just rockets up the obstacle i forget exactly <laughs> when this was posted but i've been creeping on you guys for quite a while and then like you know how you guys ended up getting on the radar was I was like, wait, shit, that's a Georgia plate, and he's at Windrock. Oh shit, maybe they're local. <laughs> Messaged you, and then <laughs> Cody fucking picked you up, and here you are.
2: <laughs> but, that's pretty. Yeah, it, it it got to the point where you know everything, the suspension, everything's pretty much the same, but with with the much horsepower that it has now. It's a completely different rig, and it's. we can tell him, oh, this is the line you want to pick. If that thing breaks traction, he gives it a little bit more than what he didn't mean to, the, the fucking line's out. It's he's just it's going up three different ways, so, and it's pretty much by the way at that point.
4: I have
3: to almost ask a question. Is there such thing as too much power to put down to
4: the ground?
2: That's In the, the woods?
4: I mean... I think, I don't know that there's too much power to put down. I think it depends on the rig. I think you can definitely have too much power for your rig. Yes.
3: Now, yeah, are you towing think- that line?
4: Or are you, like, solidly past that both, line? Yeah, I, yeah I'm past <laughs> <definitely>, that <it's, laughs> I'm, I'm not saying that you couldn't make it work on Cool Springs and Leaf Springs, because I think you could. Uh, but I'm just not going to spend the money to put another set of Leaf Springs and Cool Springs in it when I already have overs. Yep. Um, so on that yeah.
3: note, when am I uh, coming down there and helping you cut that shit out? Because you guys are pretty fucking local, and you know I work for beer. So.
1: And he's itching to work on something because he doesn't have it out of my fucking <laughs> mind.
2: We uh, <laughs> most weekends we're doing it. Uh, most every evening we start about probably the eight and work till real. twelve one o'clock. <laughs> Oh, God, you guys are on the polar opposite
3: schedule to me. I go into
2: work at four.
0: Oof. (laughs)
4: We'll figure some shit
0: out.
2: Just let us know, we'll give you an address.
3: (laughs) So, now, I don't know if you guys would be interested in this, but we're going to Harlan in October. At the end of October. Uh, what is it, Graham? The 23rd and 24th are the uh, weekend last days? Last weekend
1: of October. Yeah. I don't know the exact date uh, that we're leaving, but I think it's just primarily that weekend is when we're trying to get down.
3: So we're going to be on up there having a good old time if you guys would be interested in
4: popping on up. We definitely want to go to Harlan. We've never been to Harlan before. Um so but, why don't
3: you show us how you violently explode super duty axles?
1: <laughs> it wasn't even that violent. It didn't like there was nothing. <laughs> yeah, no thirty spline, right?
0: Just,
1: yeah, yeah. They just they go when they want to. I, it just stopped. Like it was,
4: it was on the rev limiter, and then Casey was like, "Which he got, he got it on video, and I went back and watched it. And it's like they're both spinning, and then only one ever made a
2: noise." I mean, I'll blow three of these stub shafts out like he did, and uh, you know every time that I've done it, it sounded like a shotgun going off this. not, I mean, it, that the Jeep's
3: limiter is just overpowering. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it was. <laughs> uh, but, like, that's really super helpful to me, knowing that there is some of this shit local. I I assume that there was, but like at the same time, with I don't know where my rig's future is going, but knowing that I can get some LS work done locally is super helpful. I'm probably going to end up at some point in time having one of them guys drag down a crust bag LS for me and figuring it out from there.
4: uh, Yeah, we keep (laughs) spares.
3: Uh, knowing me, though, it's probably going to be like a 4.8 NV 4500, so that way I can't hurt it because I'm bad. Like That's what's guys. in...
4: Uh, have you seen the YJ that we've posted some? The black YJ that's like yep. just almost beer can? He's got a 4.8 with a stage 4, I think, VTR cam. Um, And he absolutely just... Yeah, he tries
2: to his thing. thing. <laughs> he, he's gonna kill this four eight.
3: Like, I'm eight. not saying that I try and kill stuff, but I have terrible luck with motors. I I don't know how many people you know that have put four four liters into one Jeep,
4: but yeah, because everybody's like You're
2: indestructible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no. no. <laughs> I've said we to around. God. The we don't. Have, we don't have the four O's in ours anymore. because we just spent too much time trying to fix them mine we would tear them up mine actually i was having a misfire issue that got significantly
4: worse on that same trip to etna um when casey rolled is and after that i was like all right i'm pulling the head off this thing we're gonna see what's going on with it so I So pulled the head off and found that it had uh, not really burnt the the valve seat but it was starting to like the valve seats were wore in weird. So the valve would spin and I would have a gap that you could see light through. And then if it made its way on around, eventually it would seal off. So I had this misfire that would like come and go. Yeah, and it took us to school. We didn't know what the fuck was yeah. going on. And ultimately I needed a head at that point. Um, and I was like, that's <laughs> it. This thing's. I'm going to put this thing on a trailer. It's going to sit in the yard until I have everything to put an LS in it.
3: So here's one for you. My first 4-liter that I killed in this, which was the second 4-liter in it, because I bought my Jeep right after the guy had swapped a 4-liter in it, and then the transmission had shit the bed on him, cracked the fucking head. Now, when I say cracked the fucking head, cracked between, what was it? Cylinder number three, right between the intake and exhaust valve, clean across all the way up into the fucking port.
2: Yeah, I Um, dealt with those.
3: And I'm like, how come this thing's overheating? I can't keep cooling in it. And it's putting metal, shav- or metal shavings into the fucking exhaust. Well, fucking part of the head fell into the fucking block. Oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> it was just eating number three piston alive. And number three piston was screaming in agony and dropping metal shavings in there. Um, and then four liter number three, I cracked the crank... Spun the number. What was that, Kish? Number five. Uh, I think it was number five. Number five. It blew the piston apart. It spun the rod bearing and bent the rod, and took the crankshaft or it took the camshaft out with it.
4: What well, did so, this all happen like?
1: On a wheeling trip, like on and one a, wheeling on a
3: trip. I got so the joke was
1: <laughs> the joke was he'd put a motor in. Take it on one or two trips and then it would blow up the second trip. And then you put another <laughs> one into the next trip. <laughs> it was ridiculous.
0: And
4: <laughs> just I would, over really and over again.
0: Was.
1: You and have my, would, do you have wing nuts
0: on everything
4: now? <laughs>
0: <laughs> just should, about, just about. I shit you about, not.
3: <laughs> if I pull it with the harness and like if I have Kish helping me, which sadly I'm gonna have to fly him down to do now, we got it down to a forty five minute process to get the whole fucking motor out and on the floor with the transmission and transfer case. <laughs> Just like it's fucking ridiculous. Um we <laughs> the fastest we ever swapped a 4 liter is we
2: had it in and out in one day. And running. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: We Frankenstein these motors so much that of uh, the last one that we done it was a it was a ninety eight model. It had a two thousand and one model block with a Renix head on it, and we had swapped <laughs> a cool pack wiring harness into this ninety eight model and made everything work and it actually done pretty damn well. What was that in? That was cool. Picture. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, super
3: fun fact. But if you ever want a turbo a 4 liter, the Renix cam is a super cheap, really down and dirty turbo cam. Because it's got a ridiculous fucking cam profile on it. It's got a huge amount of intake stroke compared to the exhaust. So. You can slap one of those into any model Jeep block with a turbo, and it will happily support up to about eight psi boost. Which on a four liter, if you're going more than eight psi a boost, you're just signing yourself off for fucking sadness.
2: So. <laughs> oh yeah, that'd be fun. Never wait to turn that four into four o soup. <laughs>
3: The pistons don't like it, which that's another reason that I'm partial to the four eight for whatever I put into anything is the four eights have the pretty heavy duty flat top pistons. And yeah, and the shorter stroke. Yeah. Um, the reason yeah, that it six, was. Three.
2: Oh, sorry. I was I was gonna say we got several friends of ours that that run these four eights and to one that baby's one to one that just he's. I mean, he goes out on the weekend just to try to kill it and he can't kill it. The four eights are a super fucking awesome platform to do anything with. And I'm looking at keeping
3: it as simple as possible because the main reason I'm looking at doing a swap is not because of the horsepower. It's because I keep fucking killing motors.
2: Yeah, it's more the uh, dependability, but you will get addicted thing. to horsepower. For oh, sure. right. <laughs> uh, oh <yeah>. the
3: last <laughs> thing that I need is more horsepower. Cody can attest to this because he's ridden with me a couple of times. And when I there's a certain point where, generally, about the second time I get denied an obstacle, um, you you just push the clutch pedal in, and you let the jeep flop to wherever it's going to flop, and then you start building the rpms. And you gently pull that left foot up and you go for it. <laughs> and you just push the right one in as
2: far as it'll go. If it's you know, anything like road, well though. the horsepower. What, what we've always what we've always said is like Jonathan, he oh the the four oh with thirty twos were fine. And then it yeah. went to thirty threes and then it was uh well I'm gonna move to thirty sevens. So that's it, I'm not doing no more. Uh, the, all right I'm moving to forties, but that's it. I'm not doing nothing. Now it's forties. It's a it's a it's a five seven LS with a four hundred turbo and it just keeps growing. <laughs> I don't know how many times I said, no, this is it. This, this is, is all it. we're doing. done.
0: <laughs> what? Hey, what gear so... set the axles? They're no, five no said. Oh, I thought you said what gear? Yeah, what <laughs>
4: gear set? Yeah. Oh. Like, yeah gears yeah they're uh they're both five thirteen
2: the rear okay. when we was doing the gear swap with the ten five the highest at the time was a four eighty eight gear for a ten five you you couldn't find anything over it but you could yep. find five thirteens and five thirty eights for a ten and a quarter so what we done was we converted our ten fives to a ten and a quarter yep. and we yep. lost a quarter worth of ring gear which isn't that big of a deal and we got to go up to, you know, the 513s and the 538s and not see It's a sweet spot. It's, it seems to be a yeah. good
4: spot for the 4. The four <clears throat> balance,
3: so I run 538s and I don't feel like I need more gear. I feel like I need more gear in the transfer case.
2: Yeah. yeah.
3: Um, But not to cut this too damn short. But I'm thinking maybe we should move on to the after show. So you guys got any uh, final thoughts?
0: No. just wanted to say thank you guys for coming on. It's been a wonderful episode, honestly. It's been awesome. So Uh, Yeah, for sure.
3: So thank you guys for coming on. Make sure that you... Wait,
0: one more thing. One more thing. So Instagram and YouTube are the same thing, trail trash, or is there anything else?
3: Oh, yeah.
2: Shout out your socials. Uh, we're trail trash on Facebook, uh, Instagram, YouTube, uh, TikTok is we're re- not really got heavy into it just yet. Uh, that's about where we're at on the social medias. Okay.
4: Instagram's trail two underscores trash, but if you just type in trail trash, you'll find us. That's, that's exactly
3: right. what I did. So, um, <laughs> on that note, keep your uh, right foot quite heavy and we'll have a we'll have you back next time